Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And the question this day is going to be, if you travel back in time to any Halloween in history, which one would you travel back to? Ooh. Any Halloween celebration in the history of the world. But it has to be back in time. Back. Back in time. Yeah. I don't know of any cool celebration of Halloween that make it stand out for me to say that one. Yeah, or just like uh, something that, you know, kind of could have spun, Halloween could have spun out of, you know. The one I think of is like um, in New Orleans, they do Mardi Gras, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, So the, to me, Mardi Gras and Halloween are kind of like the same thing, you know. And so if you look at the uh, celebration they did in Caesarea Philippi, at Mount Hermon, the base of it, they would do one there every year, okay. and I think it. I think that's part of like Halloween, also, and Mardi Gras, and then it, you know, went to spread. You know, it just never died. It was always carried to someone else, kind of like the Olympic torch, pass it on to somebody else, and yeah, you know, and then it just morphs into this culture. Oh, okay, now we're in this culture. Now we're in this culture, and then it just creates its own thing. I'd go back to the Halloween as a kid. We weren't allowed to do anything, and I'd dress up as the ugliest, weirdest thing. So that's the farthest. You're going to go back like 20 years. Wow. No, not Travel. 20 years further. I'm quite older, thank mm. you. But 30. <laughs> a solid 40. That's it? I would want to see a whole new time and stuff. Well, it, I would too, but not just for Halloween, though. I bet you uh, mine had like weird things like giants and stuff. You wouldn't want to see any of that stuff? Yeah. Them running around dancing. But I wouldn't want to come back. What you would get set back. Ah, shoot. You're coming back. Just my luck. (laughs) Okay. Well, in Shakespeare's Othello, the maid Amelia tells Othello that the moon has drawn too close to the earth and driven men insane. The idea that the moon can stir up emotions, provoke bizarre behavior, and even cause physical illness isn't a literary trope. It's strongly held belief even today. So I even found one study that says nearly 81% of mental health professionals believe the full moon can make people ill. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that wholeheartedly. Because even when the the full moon is out, it's like things go weird. Behavior, you know, there's always the thing uh, that a pregnant woman shouldn't go out in the full moon. Uh, All these kind of stories of what it'll do to you, what could happen. So I'm not saying to that extreme, but yeah, I believe things do change with the full moon mm-hmm. and 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 i think i see pat you know it, things ramp up during a full moon even at my job i think like you get an influx of things oh yeah yeah and, but it, when i was looking up this subject like how it affects people and you know the, the studies and all this stuff no Google's going to tell you it's complete nonsense. It's not true. Studies show you the complete opposite. Right. It doesn't even make 1% difference. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't believe that. I think it does. Yeah. Now, so uh, instead I went ahead and found some mental health people or people that work in nursing homes or in psychiatric clinics and got some of their, um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to hear what they had to say. So 
One was, I work as a CNA in a nursing home for veterans. I have no explanation for it, but we have more PTSD episodes and erratic behavior on the nights of full moons, so much so that we staff accordingly for it. Just an experience I wish to share. So when they know the full moon's coming, they have extra staff that evening. But if you get on and look for uh you know scientific studies or whatever they would tell you no there's nothing nothing affects uh the human beings you know with when the full moon comes out but yet they staff people and yeah okay. yeah but people actually on you know working with right. in hospitals and stuff see a big difference um my uncle was in a nursing home for several years uh this is from rr7 firefly the staff at the facility swore that on evenings with a full moon, there was a noticeable change in the behavior of the residents. They would act oddly, and some of them were making strange outbursts when normally they would not. Wow. So they were more unruly than normal. Probably a lot more medication, you know, given to them on those nights. It's night-night forever for you, you know. Right. But, but you know, it, it could be a combination of things, but what's the common denominator of the moon? Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're drugged all the time. Oh, yeah. But now you add some kind of psychotropic med mm -hmm. to already behaviors, and then you add the mix of the moon. So do you have any um, things in your, like, culture or belief system or your family or your background where they ever mentioned the moon or had any you know things that people would say is superstitious you know yeah only the whole thing with uh with the pregnant women and, and what would like if a pregnant woman went out on the full moon would they think like a werewolf was gonna grow in her or something or what something i'm not sure the details but it could hurt the the, the unborn baby. oh hurt uh, the baby yeah it could it could do that kind of stuff but um that was typically it it was a certain oh like you couldn't cut your hair on a full either you could or couldn't or you should or should i don't remember uh but a haircut during a full moon i think it grows faster mm -hmm. if you cut it during a full moon i think they had said oh so it's like a waste of money so wait till the full moon and then go get it cut probably yeah, yeah. and i'm sure it to them it grew faster because they wanted to see the growth and to them, it's like, oh, look, it's growing so whatever, or whatever it was doing. Yeah. You know, if you l believe it long enough and say it and it's on your own head, I'm sure to you it's looking like it's growing. I need, maybe I need to do that. Cut my hair on full moon. Grow my hair back out. Get it long? Yeah. Or just have hair, period. <laughs> I'm not bald. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, now, some other cool things, and I'm going to put this in the notes field. Have you watched the scientist from 1965 and he's being interviewed and I think it was in Australia and he is talking about uh, 1965 scientist claims the moon is plasma. Yes. You've ever seen that one? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Really good. It's a long interview. I'm, uh, it's at three minutes and 24 seconds where he starts talking about that. And they even question him. They're like, cause this is before, um, the National Academy of Space Actors landed on the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they said, um, well, NASA's getting ready to go on the moon. You know, they're, and he goes, well, that's impossible. They're, they'll find out really quick that it's not a physical object. And uh, he, he claims it was plasma. 
Interesting enough, there is uh, Shoot the Moon. Have you ever watched Shoot the Moon by Crow Triple Seven Radio? No. Oh, yeah, this guy, he'll get like a P900 or P1000 uh, Nikon camera. And anyways, he has filmed like hundreds of hours of the moon. And um, I'll put that in there. Check it out when I put it on there, when this releases. And um, it's really interesting to see. It's really, you know, wavy and almost like, and he describes it as a hologram. I mean, because that's the best description. I'm not saying we're projecting a hologram or, you know, there's some right. conspiracies here there where there's a big projection screen somewhere shooting. Like a, the Batman symbol? <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. But you'll see the uh, almost like it's uh, when the moon, it's full, and this line just going down it, down it, down it. Like it is plasma. And then all around it, it's like, and this is just a recording with a camera that you can do yourself if you had one. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's real interesting. Almost like the way I look at it is like a plasma screen television. You know, you, you know, if you go and poke it, oh, yeah. you know how it does that. Okay. Yeah. It's similar to that. Okay. Yeah. So I remember those TVs. Yeah. So it'd be like that. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Cause you know, if it is plasma, it would have same type of effect you know and mm-hmm. when it lights up when it's half moon when it's waxing when it's waning mm-hmm. the yeah. moon you know and um so that one was really good and then the one that we were talking about and i'm going to just add a couple in there because there's there's plenty of them now is the i would i don't i wouldn't even call it a theory the the realization that the moon of course, if we go with biblical um, understanding of the moon, God created two lights in the book of Genesis, right? right? One to rule the day, one to rule the night. They're in the firmament with the stars. and um, But the idea that the moon is reflecting what's on earth. Mm-hmm. And yep. then they take a recording of it, and then they'll darken the moon and um show the land masses here on earth you've watched i've seen that yeah and and when they do that you kind of change the contrast of it yeah you're almost looking right back this way Mm -hmm. it's really really mind-blowing to go what the heck did i just see yeah they'll zoom in on you know whatever you know a certain area of the earth okay here's mexico okay here's south africa you know and it it and then they're taking a map of the earth and putting it next to it or overlapping it, just depending on which one you pull up. Right. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Works good. It's proof. Something you can do yourself. You don't need to call in Bill Nye the science lie and have him do it for you because you're, you're as much a scientist as anybody else. Yeah. Get a camera. Record it. Or put it on a computer. You can do it yourself. Yeah, our age of technology, you can do so much yourself that you could uh, manipulate and lie to so many people very easily. Mm-hmm. Or not so much lie, not saying that in a harsh way, but you can make it to where you can start all kinds of rumors of what's what. I mean, the whole thing with AI and how realistic they look now, what they can do. Why can't they do something with that that's so far away? How do you disprove it? How do you, it's, it's hard to disprove sometimes. Right. 
Yeah, they give you such compelling. Uh, yeah, they'll give you compelling information, but then on the other side of it, um, science will give you th such outlandish measurements. Yeah, ninety-eight thousand mi billion miles away is the closest star. How how would you know? Exactly. What are you measuring that with? Mm -hmm. You have a laser that can do that. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, the same thing. Like uh, we've talked about it before. You can have uh, scientists tell you the actual core temperature of Pluto every third, you know, year of the barometric pressure on the back end of this planet or what it's supposed to do, all these weird details. Hey, man, what's at the bottom of that lake? We don't know. Yeah, it's a, the Marianas Trench is a mystery. It's a mystery. We can't go that far. We can't go seven and a half miles, but we can go 68 billion out into space. That's doable. Yeah. And people go, oh, yeah. yeah. The the creatures down there, well, it's too far down there, but mm. you can't. You can tell me what's way over there. I mean, same thing we've talked about it before. The whole... Uh, the Mars myth, the lie, we're on a rover, do, and they're sitting there controlling it like it's mm -hmm. awesome fun. Woohoo, you know, jumping mount little hills and going through stuff, getting samples or whatever. But I lose reception of my cell phone in the kitchen. Well, what's interesting about that, too, is why don't they ever shoot the sky? Show us the constellations. Mm -hmm. or, you're on there. Wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, because if you did that, you'd see that they're freaking on Earth. Mm -hmm. It's our constellations that they're actually above. That's why you never see anything anything that would be helpful. Or like all these uh, countries that land on the moon. Okay, go over to the original moon landing site with your, um, you know, balsa wood thing to prove that you're there. Nobody right. ever does that either. No, they're not going to. And same thing when they're leaving the quote-unquote atmosphere area and they're up there. Where are all the 7,000 satellites mm -hmm. that are up you're there? You're supposed to be crashing into them. Yeah, you'd be hitting one of them yeah. or seeing some. But when they show back the image of the Earth, it's not the Earth, it's the image of it. Where are those satellites? Where are the stars? Where's everything at? So it, it doesn't make any sense. Moon dust, you know? It's all yeah. moon dust. Or where's all the things that all the satellites crossing the moon mm -hmm. in the night sky? You'd be able to see, right? Right. So with this new uh, solar eclipse, right? Yeah, coming up, and um, we're going to be having that on October fourteenth. Yeah, go blind. Yeah, we're going to go blind because me and you normally we just stare at it, even though we don't have the glasses on and stuff. What do you think that? That's covering up the sun. Like, what is that black? Oh, man, that's a good question. You know, what yeah. is that? Because, uh, you know, they always say it's the moon, but we know that's, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't believe that's the moon. I don't There's, think it can be. No, it's like the moon is the complete opposite of the sun, you know, in the right. going around and stuff like that. But um, I would like to study that and see what uh, cultures believed that black object was you know do they worship it is it called something because i i do think there is some um some celestial worship of that object in the past that i've heard about in history and stuff but really didn't really pay attention to it have you heard any no but you know you said something made me think they tell you not to look at it mm -hmm. what if it's a portal of some sort because nobody's looking up at it. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's just choo, 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 flying through that thing. Yeah. You never know. Never, we should set my telescope up that day. You have one? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. That'd Not be a good. big fancy one, mm-hmm. but I mean, we can go blind together. Just one eye. Yeah. <laughs> we can be pirates. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to y'all? We looked at the eclipse. It's the pirate podcast. Yeah. Hey, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> You're Jack Sparrow, and then I have to come up with a different name because I know you like him so much. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> well, but anyways, I mean, the, the moon does have different effects on people. I looked up another thing that i thought you might think is interesting and it's kind of weird and it's like way off the mainstream kind of when it comes to the moon rethinking the approach to parasites so this is from a veterinarian it is natural for healthy horses to have some parasites and the count is due to toxic toxicity and resistant issues even mainstream vets are now recommending only deworming horses with a fecal egg count of 200 eggs program or more so they suggest doing it at a full moon too warming of any sort is best done during the full moon from another veterinarian since parasites are most vulnerable at this time so they're vulnerable during a full moon well i thought that was interesting it is this is the time when the parasites detach from the walls of the organs and intestinal lining to breed and lay eggs. Any natural warming program should last seven to 14 days to allow the parasites to complete the breeding cycle and the new eggs to hatch. So the, the moon maybe draws them out. Right, yeah. Like they're, they're um, more delicate during that time. So if you're trying to get your, your worms or your uh, horse's fecal count Two hundred um, eggs per gram or more. They said veterinarians. These are two different veterinarians that were doing an article. They both agreed during the full moon is the best time. And I'm mm. like, it's weird. It affects animals, you know, just like it affects humans. And that's and we go back to it being a, a plasma sort. Why would, if it was a big chunk of rock, how would that negatively affect right. how it does all this? Think of this. What's in your blood? Plasma. Plasma. Because you can donate plasma. I used to donate plasma when I was in college because I got 20 bucks a pop. You know, every few days I could go there. I can go there once or twice a week and get $20. Well, is that plasma affecting my blood? That plasma ah, orb yeah. in the sky... You know, That's communicating true. with yeah. the plasma in my blood or the plasma in an animal's blood. Making it where well, people act weird. Yeah. Or, yeah. That makes sense. And your blood type, maybe your blood type, you know, because they've had that book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. These, these foods are good for you if you're O or if you're A. These foods are bad for you if you're O or an A. They affect you differently. So who's to say... Uh, blood types are not affected differently in a full moon. You're on to something. Because everybody has plasma. Everybody has plasma. That's good. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. That so, makes me think. Uh-huh. It's like the full the moon is definitely to me is not a physical object. It's not two hundred and thirty six thousand miles away or whatever. It's right there. In the firmament, I do believe there's a firmament, mm-hmm. and I believe that's it's it's getting its own light. Because another weird thing about the moon is, 
if the moon supposedly is getting all its light from the sun, it reflects, the sun's reflecting light onto the moon, then why is moonlight colder than the shade at night? Good you one. could test this with your yourself. You got a, a uh, thermometer. Yeah, you know one of those gun thermometers, the laser can, ones. Yeah. yeah, get those at the Ace Hardware, just in the barbecue aisle. Measure moonlight's temperature, and then measure the shade. The same night, the moonlight temperature is colder. The light is colder than the darkness. Wow. That's weird. It is weird. So anyway. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, the moon, it's there. I don't know. I could, we could, we could do moon episodes every freaking October because there's so many weird things about it. Yeah. And it's, and it's what I think is funny is people who debate this, which debates. Okay. But people who want to argue this. They're not an authority in this. They just believe this quote-unquote authority in place mm-hmm. who tells them. Right. It's this. And oh, because they said this is what it is. Right. And they go down that whole, well, it's a big rock. We've landed there. We, I know people who today are still believing we landed there. And I have to go on to say this. I recently came to the, oh, we didn't? Never thought about it. I'm just saying recently in the last three, four years mm-hmm. that I never thought of it. You and I, I think we're having a discussion mm-hmm. and I thought, ah, I started researching, researching. And I thought, oh my gosh, we didn't land there. Cause there, and then all this stuff started surfacing and all of a sudden people were like, yeah, we didn't. Yeah. It, it's a big hoax or whatever. But the other side of the coin, they'll argue it because that's what they've been told. Right. And you want to believe it. It's you want to like, believe it. You're never going to go there. You can never go there. But you're a master in this subject. Exactly. And people don't like the unknown. Yeah. They want answers. Mm-hmm. They want to know. They just can't leave it as we don't know. Yeah. Some things you know, some things you don't know, like the Bible says. Yeah. I know everything. Well, it's good. Next episode, uh, <laughs> Joe knows everything. He's going to enlighten us on quite a few topics that we've never even thought about before. Yeah. It's an ongoing joke with a bunch of <laughs> that I know everything. And when I don't know, it's because it doesn't exist. I, you don't have to know. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. I'm like Jon Snow. I know nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, keep sending in your requests and five-star reviews. Share, like us. And until next time. <laughs>